see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a blazing sun and its shimmering reflection on what appears to be Tampa Bay in Florida comes to us from a friend who left their northeast home back in December and January and took a 12-day uh, well, it took 12 days to explore various beach locations near the Tampa area and to celebrate the post-Christmas holiday season and to bridge the gap from 2021 to 2022 in the Florida sunshine. Well, it's Saturday, and I am overcome with joy of having arrived to a place of peace as I am enjoying the company of my wife in our countryside home and I am enjoying the realization that in Christ we have arrived, and we need not fear. With the considerations of the current events and the implications of what this all means in terms of the end times, we can wonder what will happen next, and what it is we should be doing for the kingdom of God, and how we should be preparing for the possibility of persecution and tribulations. I was commenting to my wife last night about how some of these prophetic preachers and teachers may unwittingly be participating in the ministry of the enemy by being harbingers of fear as they prophesy about the possibility of war, super pandemics, and natural disasters. Newsflash, in this broken world, this world broken by sin, there will be war, disease, disasters, and death. These things have come and will come in every generation since Christ ascended to heaven and will continue until he returns. I understand the desire to be prepared for disasters. and That's why I spent money for a generator after experiencing three power outages in the first few months of living at my Riverside home. But in terms of the end times, I honestly don't think there will be much we will be able to do to be fully prepared for the return of Christ. Scripture paints a picture of supernatural events of a magnitude that we will not be able to handle by stockpiling supplies or battening down the hatches. And to add to this, the fact that there have been people in generations past that were positively convinced that the end was nigh, but who were wrong in their predictions. And it makes me think that those who are convinced that Christ will return within our lifetimes may be equally mistaken. Don't get me wrong, I believe that Christ could return at any moment, but I also know that there is no way that I can know when he will come back, and I am pretty sure that he will catch us all by surprise when he does, because that is what the word of God indicates. He will come unexpectedly and suddenly. Can I imagine some of these prophecies of World War III, societal chaos, disease, and natural disasters? Sure. But I can also imagine that today will be a good day. And quite frankly, I would rather think on that. The word says in Psalm 118.24 that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I think I will do that. I will rejoice. I will praise the Lord for who he is and for what he has done. I will take comfort and be humbled by the fact that apart from God, I can do nothing. And I will rest in the peace that comes from knowing that there will be nothing that can separate me from his love. So I won't take the prophets of doom too seriously. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, and, we, and the word encourages us not to fear continuously. 
so, as well-informed as these end-time prophets or conspiracy-minded Christians would like to appear, I think that if they suggest anything other than sharing the gospel with the world that desperately needs it, they may be working for the enemy as they drive people to isolate themselves in bunkers and selfishly stockpile provisions uh, for themselves and their kin rather than reaching out to the world that needs the truth and love of Christ. Only Christ saves. And he said in Mark eight thirty-five and 36, for what Whosoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it. For for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So yeah, what are we trying so desperately to hold on to in this world? Christ gives us life and saves our souls, and he directs us to boldly go into the world and share the gospel and make disciples not to build bunkers and cower in fear of the things that may come. Reacting to fear usually leads to regrettable actions, whereas responding in love usually results in good works that glorify the Lord. So let's relax this, uh, relax this weekend and enjoy the rest that God has given us in Christ. It is my prayer that my friends not fear this weekend. Instead, be content with what they have and enjoy the company of their friends and family, and to thank and praise the Lord for providing it. To quote the song, The Blessing, by Cody Carnes, Elevation Worship, and Carrie Job, may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children, and their children. May his presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you, and within you. He is with you. He is with you. In the morning, in the evening, in your coming and you're going, and you're weeping and rejoicing. He is for you. 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 Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear, and he works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So keep walking and talking with God. Love him and answer the call to do his purposes here on earth. Share the truth and love of Christ with those around you, and rejoice that there is nothing and no one that can stop you from being the person that God wants you to be, and that there is nothing that will ever separate us from his love. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Matthew twenty-six twenty-eight, and it says, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Today's Bible verse contains the words of Jesus as he established a new covenant that would be celebrated with a remembrance of the sacrifice of his body and blood that was given for the forgiveness of our sins. The sacrament of communion is celebrated all over the world by Christians to celebrate Christ's work on the cross that redeemed us. I grew up in the Catholic Church, and my first exposure to the content of today's verse was in my first communion class. I specifically remember that of all the children in our class, I was selected to read the part of the priest who read the words of Jesus Christ that spoke of his body and blood. 
I was only in the second grade at the time, but I remember having the feeling that I was saying holy words, and I, I wondered if my being called to read the part of the priest was some divine call on my life. Although I quickly dismissed it at the time, all these years later, I know that the Lord was calling me to follow and to serve him. I, I have had a lot of crazy experiences in my life, uh, from the depths of depravity and despair where I felt utter felt utterly alone to the heights of joy and the summit of some real supernatural moments where I've encountered what I believe was the manifest presence of the Lord. Um, so in recent days, I've thought about some of these experiences and wondered how often the enemy led me astray and how often the Lord corrected my course since that first communion class. I have made some big mistakes in my life and experienced some things that I am no longer sure were what I thought they were, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the day I heard the gospel message about the love of God and the forgiveness of sins that was paid for by the blood of Christ that caused me to make Jesus my Lord and Savior, that the Lord was with me and that he was calling me back to the truth and purpose that he first revealed to me all those years ago. The presence of the Lord at my salvation experience was palpable. And while I may wonder about some of the twists and turns of my winding journey of faith since I, since then, I know that Christ's blood washed away my sins, and the Holy Spirit brought me to life that day. We are no longer sinners saved by grace. That did happen on the day of our salvation. We were sinners saved by grace. But since the blood of Christ was applied to us, and our sins were washed away, we became saints holy ones who were set apart for God's purposes. While we, we aren't holy supermen of sinless perfection just yet, the new life in Christ does give us the power to say no to sin and to distance ourselves from the darkness that enshrouded us before we were born again. So renew your mind uh, to know who you are in Christ and ask the Lord to help you to be who he made you to be. And the next time you celebrate communion, remember the cost that was paid for you. But also remember the joy that you and the Lord had when you were forgiven and adopted into his royal family forever and ever. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from June Hunt's overeating, freedom from food fixation. And today's, uh, today's uh, short section is how to benefit from the best beverages, uh, one of which is water. So, um, yeah, <laughs> so it's a very short section on what you should drink. And somehow alcohol didn't make the list. You know, I don't know. Uh, even in moderation, it doesn't. It's just not on there. Uh, surprise. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to check out that that resource, go to mtforchrist.org and you'll find it at today's at the end of today's blog post. Um, and all as as we we point out, we we follow the Lord where we do our best. We don't fear, and we don't we don't look too far into the future, and we certainly don't look into our past. We look to take care of the things before us as stewards of Christ and to, to live according to his ways by renewing our minds with his word. So we study his word and we share a Bible study on the podcast each week. Um, we do a Bible study discussion with Arthur and Susanna Sincati and other friends at times. And uh, we share it for your listening enjoyment. So if you don't 
have a Bible study of your own, you're welcome to join ours by listening in to Bible study on with the Syncotis on mtforchrist.org and the podcast. Um, and we also obviously walk, try to walk the walk and talk the talk of being a Christian. Um, you know, we don't know where all this is going, but we know we're going with the Lord. And that's the thing we do continually. We seek him, seek his wisdom, his love, his presence, and his peace, and his guidance. And we receive it. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, keep looking. And uh, so we share, you know, the truth of, of, of who we are in Christ and how to, you know, live uh, this Christian life and, and, the, and the reality of the spiritual realms of darkness. Um, through our discipleship classes that we taught uh, back in 2021. Uh, they're based on the Word of God and the, the work of Dr. Neil Anderson. And there's three classes that are available. It's uh, Victory Over the Darkness, The Bonded Raker, and Freedom in Christ. Um, so if you'd like to listen in to those, they're available on the podcast as well. Um, we are starting a new Freedom in Christ class via Zoom uh, for Freedom in Christ Ministries on Thursday of this week. Um, and if there's any men uh, that are available, six, uh, 6.30 to 8.30, um, Thursday nights for the next 11 weeks, and you want to be discipled, um, give me an email at uh, mtforchrist247 at gmail.com, and I can make sure you get registered for the class. There are spots available. Um, and, you know, why not? Um, <laughs> um, I've, I've seen great transformation happen. Uh, in these classes, and um, great things happen. And uh, I encourage people to experience their freedom in Christ. You may know what it's like to be forgiven, but do you know what it's like to be free? And there is a difference. Um, it's called living it, you know? And uh, we encourage people to find and discover that uh, close relationship with God where the world just sort of fades in the back, uh, the, the backdrop, and uh, we still live in the world, but... Uh, it's not as big and foreboding as it used to be um, because we are washed clean by the blood of Christ and we live in the peace of knowing that we are now forever in God's family. Um, so let's, let's, uh, let's pray. Let's enjoy the day. Let's, let's be glad and rejoice in it and, uh, and share the love of Christ with anyone we encounter um, just through our actions and our words. Um, they can know that, uh, that Christ forever changed us. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Thank you for a day off from work. Thank you for the day that's ahead of, for me and my wife. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but wow, we're going to enjoy it um, as much as we can, knowing um, knowing the love we have for one another and the love that you poured out on us to bring us together. Um, Lord, we thank you for, for all you do for us, uh, for opening our eyes to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and for welcoming us into the life that never ends. Uh, Lord, we pray for the people listening today. We thank you for their faithfulness. We thank you for uh, the love that you poured out on them, Lord. We, we pray for you to be with them and to, to listen to their prayer request and to come alongside them and lead them into the freedom and victory that you have for them in their lives. Lord, we pray for um, uh, for you to go before us today, to protect us and guide us, to open our eyes to the things that we can see, the beauty and the wonder of your creation, and just the good things that you've already given us, Lord, that we may have taken for granted. Uh, help us to appreciate the life you've given us and to enjoy it fully. Um, Lord, we thank you and praise you 
for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.